0: Like many of you, we've had a depression during life's ups and downs.
1: Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times
0: that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This
1: is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox.
0: Hey everybody, it's me, it's me, it's J-A-C. I hope you did the Rob Van Dam movements with me, but that's okay. If you understand who he's from, uh, WWE wrestler, but, uh, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the Windward Sale uh, Music Speaks podcast, where we fight depression with the power of music. I'm your professional head of James Cox, and I am still not the voice of Scooter from the Muppets, nor the Muppet Christmas Carol. I should get paid. Really I know, right? Of. Yeah.
1: That is, <gasps> that is my favorite. I think that's my favorite Christmas movie. That Maybe. is. That is the Maybe, Christmas, Christmas movie vacation movie. is very, very high up there on the list. But in my in my elder years, I am becoming more and more drawn to the Muppet Christmas mm. Carol. It's just so good.
0: <laughs> I do love. It is a good one. The Christmas yeah. Story, though, that's a, that's a that's a banger yes. too. Yeah. yeah.
1: There's a new one a new one um uh christmas story christmas and uh it is very good we watched that recently mm-hmm. which by the way um i am commonly referred to as the loudest guy in the room but only when i'm playing the drums i'm your endless source of useless music knowledge my name is blake mosley aka brosley aka emo Bemo and i want to wish you all a happy x war is over um and uh that is what we're going to be talking about today and if you've heard don't, a third voice in
0: there don't you have a third nickname do i you, you're, you're emo bmo you're Bruce Lee, and i thought you were something else mm. i don't know i can't remember
1: depends on what day of the week it is yes. um so we if you've heard a uh, an extra voice in the background i can assure you it's not a ghost we are not joined by the ghost of Christmas past, present, or future. This is my wife, who has made her podcast you on When Words Fail Music Speaks. Um, this is Allison, or Allie, as everybody calls her, but um, yeah. she's my beautiful wife. She is, I may be biased, but I think that she is probably the, the prettiest uh, person that's ever been on this podcast, including uh, uh, me and you, James, because we we're we're you <laughs> dudes,
0: dude. So we're two okay. ugly guys. So out of ten, um, I'm a, I'm a solid three. Let me put it you like that. Solid three, it's all right. I'm I'm fine with that. I see you
1: more as a solid three and a half, but oh. that's just me personally. You're too so. kind.
0: You're too kind.
1: Um, but yes, welcome to the podcast, to my wife, uh Allie. Hello, darling.
2: Hello, friends.
1: Hello. How are you doing
0: today? Hello.
2: Um. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm good, I
0: think. How are, how are you? <laughs> I, I think. So um, So when I heard you were coming on because uh Brosley uh texted me and said, Hey, can uh, I say I'm like, well, Of course she can. She don't need to ask me. You know, no you know, this is her <laughs> podcast too. I mean, we're all in it together because you're you know <laughs> one me, big so.
1: happy family. One yeah. big
0: happy yes. family. But when uh he said we're doing this cover wars of a happy X war is over uh by Mr. John Lennon I got out my mm-hmm. album. Now I'm not sure if you are going to be mad at me because this is a great a cover album by Jims. Have you heard of Jims? Uh-huh. I don't think so. No. Okay, there so they are a uh-huh. two person group uh a male uh, a guy and a girl. Awesome. And uh-huh. and they covered the whole Imagine album. <gasps> so oh. I don't know if you, you know. That's that's right up her Cause, alley. Cause, oh. Okay, i looking you, it up
2: on Spotify now. I see
0: what you yeah. did there, Right up her alley. <laughs> right up, up her alley, Mosley. Mosley yeah. uh, oh, went down to Spotify to find that album. That's right. But uh, yeah, yeah, because you know, you're a big Beatles fan just like me, and I uh, yeah gifted you a uh, white album. I think I did. Yes, you did. Yeah. You, yeah. did. Yeah. you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. You yeah.
2: did indeed i didn't
0: i didn't need to but i feel like it 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 could go to a better home and you know i mean your home is good enough for me so i'm like okay yeah it was
2: it was a wonderful gift and um a good friend of ours who is also a big beatles fan and um just a lover of records in general um i sent him a picture of it and he was like oh my gosh i can't believe it so like um thank you
0: yeah it's a great great, no problem no problem so what uh so what would be your favorite Beatles album cuz i know there's so many great ones out there you know it's hard for me to pick you know really but i think mine may be um let it be cuz let it be is like my favorite number 1 Beatles song of all time you know
2: oh that's it's really hard for me to pick like i can't so the Beatles sound changed so much from when they started to when they like last performed together that it is really hard for me to pick like just one thing because honestly like I feel like you could break it up into different like like different eras and I, I can't choose like just one because like I you know love the song Eleanor Rigby but like I also like love um like Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, like mm-hmm. they don't even sound like they're the same band. So like it's just I, I, I can't choose. <laughs> right.
0: um, yeah,
2: yeah, because um, I just I love it all. I love it all. Yeah, because so. my,
0: my my friend Phil, he, which we had him on the show, he, he was our very first interviewer, interviewee, I should say. And mm-hmm. his favorite one is um Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band for many mm-hmm. for many reasons. And he's said it's also. Yeah. Our friend to pick two, but he yeah. thinks that Sergeant Pepper is the best album bar none. Yeah. So yeah. 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 We've
1: got a Sergeant Pepper's bass drum head uh hanging up in our living room. Not currently because we have some uh Christmas decorations.
0: Christmas decor,
2: up, yeah.
1: Normally we have a Sergeant Pepper's bass drum head that's just hanging up on our wall in the living room. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, what a great album! Um, it, the reason, dear listeners, why we wanted to have Allie on the this episode in particular is because she is a a Beatles uh, super fan, and this this band means a lot to her. Um, and I, I guess a question that I have for you uh, is: you know what what if you could possibly put it into words? What what did the Beatles mean to you when you listen to them? Like what what does it do for you?
2: um it's I don't even know if I can like get through it without like being emotional like it just brings back so many like beautiful memories of um like my cousin Eleanor and I as kids like listening to the Beatles like watching like like the actual like VHS tape of help or of um the yellow submarine like the cartoon like um that was just like a big part of our relationship like growing up and her dad um who has passed away um he was uh he was actually on the radio and he loved music and he just instilled this love of like the Beatles um into Eleanor and I got to share in that and so there's just a lot of really special like precious things about the Beatles so um, I love the songs I love the I love the music like I am I am a musician so I, I love the musicality um of it but I also just love like all of the memories that it brings when I get to to listen to it so
0: yeah nice yeah because um uh, well the reason why I got into Beatles is because of my aunt Molly uh who um passed away a couple years back she always loved the Beatles uh, she saw yeah. my one time or retor- twice. Retor- I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I can't imagine. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I got my left from the Beatles from her. I get my left from Elvis mm-hmm. from my mom because my mom saw him twice. I was like, if I could just, why couldn't you have me like 40 years? Like, yeah, right. <laughs> Elvis, yeah. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> is, is there coffee This in is there? like my favorite coffee mug. Yeah. Is there coffee yeah, in there? She in wanted
1: yes she wanted the true podcasting experience so I did make her a cup of coffee it's not Bones unfortunately because we don't have any decaf uh, Bones coffee um, but uh, she is, she wanted the full experience so she is drinking coffee out of um, the Elvis uh, coffee mug that was my aunt's who passed away a, f- a few years ago who was also a huge Elvis fan um, that uh, you know uh, my mom got that coffee mug and then gave it to us uh, so yeah that's a very special coffee mug that's kind of been in the family for a while so nice,
0: nice. Yep. yeah yeah uh, but before we go on I I saw in the news the other day that Kristen McVie of the original singer uh from Fleetwood yeah. Mac passed away I'm not sure yeah. what caused it uh so do you do you have any other updates or other? um
1: I believe it was a form of cancer if okay. I remember reading that correctly I'll make sure here in just a minute but Um, you know, Allie also is a big, very big Fleetwood Mac fan. Um, and uh, so that, yeah, like the timing of this, you know, I don't want to say was perfect, but you know, she uh is a a huge Fleetwood Mac fan. Um, so you know, what I kind of wanted to talk about that for a minute too, because with both the beatles and uh fleetwood mac like i was i would i would say i was a casual fan like i wouldn't even before we started dating i didn't even consider myself a beatles fan at all i thought they're overrated people talk about them way too much i just i can't get into them and uh, i just didn't really understand it but what is so special about um about music is the fact that once you start talking to people about what it means to them it kind of like makes you listen to it differently right so when we started dating and she talked about like those special memories and like what this what the Beatles meant to her um, I approached it differently Uh so you know it, it, do, you, do you find that you have the same type of feeling with Fleetwood Mac or, or is there another feeling that you associate uh when it when it comes to Fleetwood Mac
2: um I mean I just have always loved Fleetwood Mac like I should have been born you know
1: a different time me too
2: in a different time like the music that I love is like like 70s rock and like like 50s and 60s and so like I really was born in the wrong decade like so I grew up like what I listened to in high school was not what everyone else was listening to because I was like yeah I'm you know I'm listening to you know Fleetwood Mac or I'm listening to the Beatles or you know I'm um, listening to Dust in the Wind like and so or Led Zeppelin like nobody's listening to that stuff you know when you're in high school um especially in a private school so um it was um (laughs) yeah you know it was kind of interesting but no um I mean Fleetwood Mac like I my brother um loves Fleetwood Mac like absolutely loves Fleetwood Mac and so like when I when I listen to Fleetwood Mac like of course it reminds me of my brother but um you know I've just always had a, a love for them like just their music like is just it was just so incredible like i don't know like in landslide is my uh, go-to karaoke song so there yep. there's that there we've go. got landslide and then we've got cigarette daydreams by cage the elephant so like okay. we've got a little bit of it's a little weird it's but a little you know bit of a battle, karaoke huh? songs yeah right yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. mine so, is
0: break
1: stuff by limp biscuit
0: that's that's a good song. That's a good. Yeah. So hopefully we can get anybody on on them on, on this show too. That'd be awesome if uh, we did. Um, and it, I looked
1: yeah, it up. Yeah. It was uh it was an illness of some kind, but okay. they did not. Yeah, she
2: got at the hospital.
1: Me. Yeah. Um, yeah. seventy nine years old. So R I P to Christy mm-hmm. McVie. Um, I did spend a little bit of time this weekend uh, while I was working listening to some Fleetwood Mac, and um, it's uh, it was good. It, it, it's it's um it's very sad uh you know and our our condolences go out to uh her family and her band uh that you know will have to continue on i know that they're pretty much in their retirement phase anyway but they were making some comebacks and doing some reunion mm-hmm. tours so. yeah
0: i think that uh um christy did one album with him and then stevie came in so i wasn't i, I thought that stevie was a was a lead, lead singer throughout the whole but it's not it's i mean Christy did one or two albums and then she, um, she left. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. But I find it interesting, so I, you know.
2: So what? Like while we're on the subject of Fleetwood Mac, like what what would you say is your favorite Fleetwood Mac song? Oh,
0: you want to
1: go first? would you like me to go first
0: please go first because okay. might be fine mine's know. easy
1: uh go your own way that is that is for sure my favorite Fleetwood Mac songs just
3: mm-hmm.
1: one of the mm-hmm. uh one of the catchiest like melodies uh in a chorus yeah. that I've ever heard in my entire life uh the drumming in it is very unique we did a we did a cover wars on go your own way um mm-hmm. a little while back and uh we kind of dove into that song a little bit and just to you know talking about the drums in particular that was a whole like that was a whole discussion and how drummers have found it difficult to play that song because of what he was doing um and uh yeah i, I just i think there's a lot of a lot of moving parts with that song and it's just it comes together so well and just makes for a really memorable um song that the first time i heard it i was i was hooked on it immediately mm-hmm. um, and honestly i didn't even know it was fleetwood mac i just remembered the song from mm-hmm. when I was a kid and uh then one day discovered that it was that it was them because you know the only one that i knew was landslide that i knew was a fleetwood mac song and then mm-hmm. was like oh that was fleetwood mac too, amazing then you move on
2: right right
0: so, somebody would be landslide because i i think that song is a uh, very soothing and very calming you know mm-hmm. and those times yeah. where you need a little bit you know kind of like come on give me a break you know and just yeah yeah that song really calms, calms, calms me down for sure yeah so mm-hmm. perfect yeah. well
1: so the reason that we wanted to have you on here obviously again because you're a big Beatles super fan But not only is she getting the true podcasting experience by having the coffee with her as well, she actually came prepared with notes that she wasn't like instructed to do. Uh, So Allie has her own notes because she felt like it was important to. Yes. So normally with cover wars and she knows the premise, uh, we kind of do like a brief history about the song itself, brief history about each artist that covers the song. We listen to the songs. We have our reactions. Um, And then we kind of pick what our favorite one is For any of you who are listening that doesn't know how Cover Wars works Um, Now, both of you have never heard these two covers Uh, These are going to be like initial raw reactions to both of them, correct? Correct Okay, so um, before we get Uh, started I don't
2: know, I feel like uh, I've heard it before I feel like you have played one of these for me before Not this year Oh, right. No, it might have right. been
1: a while ago. Yeah. So okay.
2: it'll <laughs> be like
1: listening to it again for the first time.
2: Pretty much, yes.
1: Um, but before we talk about the history of the song itself, it is important to talk about like a brief history about where the Beatles were at. Now, mind you, everybody, we are going to do an episode on the Beatles that's probably going to end up being like a two parter because there's a lot of information to cover. Um, and we're going to have Allie back on to talk about that. Um, but she did feel it was important to kind of talk about where the Beatles were at leading up to the event of John Lennon going solo, uh, and then kind of getting to this point. So that being said, darling, would you like to, uh, kind of run through that?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like in 1970, that's like when the Beatles were like breaking up. So like, let's back up to 1969. Mm -hmm. Um, January 30th, that's when they performed, like, their last live concert together um, on the rooftop of the Apple Corps headquarters. Um, It was, I think, a 42-minute set. Um, They played, like, four or five songs, but they did a couple different takes because they were actually recording these, like, on eight tracks. So, like, there was a live recording, like but this was this was the last time they performed live like in front of people so there were like cameras on the roof there were cameras you know on the on the street to get people's reaction it was it was pretty incredible so like yeah. not that anybody needs to know but like my favorite song that they what, that they did um was Don't Let Me Down Um, and I can't even listen to it without like bawling my eyes out mm-hmm. like I'm just like anyway so mm-hmm. um, so anyways 1969 they were they do their last live thing so then Um, 1970s like that's when the Beatles like really start breaking up like I don't think they officially like legally broke up until like the mid 70s Um, but by this point like everybody's going solo so um, we have um, Paul and and Ono, uh, Yoko Ono and um, they create the band called The Plastic Ono um, and so this was one of the singles um, that they released on um, Happy Xmas uh, War is Over. And so um, that was released in 1971. And, and um, this was, I think after two years of um, like John and Yoko like peacefully protesting um, the, the Vietnam War. So this, was, this song was written in protest of the Vietnam War. Um. so that's I mean that's the background of, of the story and I, I thought this was also like just an interesting snippet and probably people don't care but um. so when the Beatles were together every year they would like release like some sort of holiday song like to their fan club like strictly to their fan club and so like part of me like wants to think that maybe this is why like John Lennon did this was because you know he wanted to maybe carry on that tradition like in his own way like in his own like right and I mean like I'm pretty sure that like R- Ringo and George and we all know Paul McCartney did a Christmas song best Christmas song ever so um <laughs> we we know that that happens later so I'm just I wonder I like to think that maybe that's why he released this um but so yoko does actually get writing credit on this song like in the original recording she is not like she's not in it so i'm um, just fyi <laughs> uh-huh. um so that is that is the that's like the little bit of knowledge that i have for you on that so
1: nice perfect well let's do it let's dive into the history mm-hmm. of the song itself thank you for that little background yes um and uh Let's mm-hmm. let's dive into the song itself, James. Why don't you take it away? All right. So
0: "Happy Xmas, mm-hmm. War Is Over" is a Christmas song released in 1971 as a single by John and Yoko, Plastic Ono, Plastic Ono band, uh, with the Harlem Community Choir. It was the seventh single released by John by John Lennon outside his work with the Beatles. Uh, this song reached number four in the United Kingdom. Where it was released, where its release was delayed until November 1972. Mm-hmm. And it has periodically mm-hmm. reemerged on the UK singles chart. chart yeah, chart. Uh, most notably after Lenin's murder in December 1980, uh, when he picked that number two. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. Also,
0: a protest song against the Vietnam War, Happy Exodus War is Over. Um, has since become a Christmas standard frequently recorded by other artists appearing on compilation mm-hmm. albums of uh, seasonal music and named, it's named in polls as a holiday favorite in mm-hmm. a, a UK wide poll in December 2012 uh, it was voted 10th on the ITV television special the, the nation's favorite Christmas song that's pretty big
1: yeah yeah it's pretty it's pretty awesome and you kind of see like over time a lot of people want to a lot of artists in particular want to create a song that will become a christmas standard uh and Mm -hmm. very few actually are able to do that i feel like mariah carey is one of the few that has have been able to do an original christmas song that is now like Mm -hmm. a, a a regular Christmas song yep. that needs to be covered by other people.
0: I don't think she has to work mm-hmm. a day in her life again because I, because I, no, I, I know she has been done like countless other albums, but that girl doesn't need to work anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. every year, um, I, uh, I, 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 I was on Facebook and uh, way, way before Christmas, you know, way before yeah. December, and I saw a meme with her, um, and and the meme says she's throwing out, meaning. <laughs> yeah for me like here's that one Uh, song that we all right yeah
2: isn't she like trying to like uh trademark that she's like the the queen of christmas like isn't that a thing there's
1: some drama behind that she is trying to uh officially be dubbed uh the queen of christmas but there's there's another person involved that is like the actual queen of christmas that um, there's a little bit of drama there. I've been keeping up with it a little bit on a podcast um, called Page Seven that have you know they've yeah. kind of talked about that a little bit here and there, but um, I would have to go back and listen to get the full details. But yeah, she is trying to coin that that term and be officially dubbed the Queen of Christmas. Yeah,
0: but who who is who who is like. Argue with her. I mean like Dolly Parton. I can't remember who the other no, not oh, Dolly Parton.
1: No. Um I think in fact Dolly Parton is involved. Uh and she so names like, the other lady as the actual queen of Christmas. So, was oh, the, so she was the state. Um, okay. Dolly.
2: I know. I think I side with Dolly. Like yeah. I think Dolly Parton is like an incredible individual. Like I'm I'm with Dolly. I stand with Dolly on this.
0: Yeah. whoever Dolly says. I don't even
2: it, know who it yeah. is, but I yeah. stand
1: with Dolly. Right. We stand with Dolly. Right. Hashtag. We stand, we stand with, Dolly. with
2: Dolly.
1: Yeah. I saw her in person one time. Did you? Twice. Did you? And it was great. Yes.
0: Well, maybe uh-huh. we can get on the show. Hopefully. Uh
1: yeah. She'll remember me. Um, <laughs> okay. so I'm just a
0: little bit, right. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Tom.
1: Uh, yeah. Do, Do what? You, sorry. Tom Vex remembered me, so I mean, he she she could have remembered who so, yes. Yeah. She's gonna see me mm-hmm. one day, and she's gonna be like. I remember you. You were the one that was at the 35th anniversary of Dollywood in the parade, and you were standing right there, and you were wearing a blue t-shirt. And I'll say, yes, Dolly, that was me. Thank you so much for coming
0: on the show. Oh, you were. Uh, why does Dolly out?
2: Parton sound like your mom? Right. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: Listen, it's okay. That's a good. it's a good error, Allie. Yeah.
1: Maybe, maybe my mom sounds like Dolly Parton.
0: Hmm. Oh.
2: Or, or they don't sound anything like at all. No. They
1: just don't sound anything like. Okay, <laughs>
0: <Right. All right. laughs> fine. Okay,
1: yeah. moving on. Yes, uh, let's talk about the background of the uh, of the song itself. So, uh, "Happy Xmas" is Over was the culmination of more than two years of peace activism undertaken by John Lennon and Yoko Ono. That became, became Uh began with the bed ends that they con- uh, convened in March and May of 1969. The first of which took. Uh, Place during their honeymoon. Uh, The song's direct uh, antecedent was an international multimedia campaign launched by the couple in December of 1969 at the height of the counterculture movement and its protest against uh, America's involvement with the Vietnam War um, that primarily consisted of renting billboard space uh, in 12 major cities around the world uh, for the display of black and white posters that declared war is over if you want it. And happy Christmas from Yoko or from John and Yoko. Although a similar line had previously appeared in the 1968 uh, anti war song The War is Over by Phil Ox and The Unknown Soldier by the Doors, um, which features the refrain The War is Over, the use of War is Over minus uh, the definition, the definite article uh, by Lennon and Ono may be uh, coincidental. There is no evidence to confirm that they were acquainted with these earlier works and if. Uh, and if so, whether they were influenced by them, recognizing the accessibility and popular appeal that made his 1971 single imagine a commercial success compared to the other songs he had released up to that point. Lennon concluded, quote, now I understand what you love, what you have to do. Put your political messages across with a little honey. Um, he, uh, he conceived Happy Xmas Wars over as a means of elaborating upon the themes of social unity and peaceful change Uh, enacted through personal accountability and empowerment that served as the basis of the earlier uh, billboard campaign Uh, trying to convey Mm -hmm. optimism while avoiding the sentiment uh, sentimentality that he felt often characterized christmas songs from 1963 to 1969 the beatles had issued special recordings at christmas uh, directly to the members of their fan club as you mentioned before um, after the group disbanded in 1970, Lennon was the first former member to release an original Christmas song, um, "Happy Xmas (War Is Over)." Would be followed by George Harrison's "Ding Dong Ding Dong" in 1974, Paul McCartney's "Wonderful Christmas Time" in 1979, and Ringo Starr's album "I Want to Be," uh, "I Want to Be Santa Claus" in 1999. He did a whole album, but that's mm-hmm. Ringo just being extra, right? Um, so,
2: yeah, you know how drummers are. Yeah,
1: right. they're a little uh,
0: little extra. Yeah. Speaking of one, we're talking to one right yeah. now. Whatever. Eh. Whatever. Whatever, dude. Yeah, eh. I'm married to one. Yeah, eh. eh. yeah. And and he's yeah. a like guitarist, so really, I mean, y'all could sort of like a, you know, a, a family like a, band. like a family band, and I can join I'm enjoying somehow the countryside.
2: Yeah, we could. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. My we favorite,
0: could. my country is my favorite genre. So I like country. Really? Yeah. Mom, yeah, he's a big country my, guy.
1: He's no. a big '90s. He's a big '90s country guy too. Yes, and my
0: okay. mom. My mom thought I was a, a big metal fan because I used to the bugger all the time about Metallica, you know. So she thought she I was heavy metal all the way through. But it's nope. I'm like, you raised we on country music, and I love country music. You know, I hold that above all anything else. She was blown we away.
2: We should do. Uh, we should do a Shania Twain cover wars.
0: Ooh, Ooh yeah. I love that.
1: That'd be good.
2: That'd be good. Shania Twain. Oh yeah. gosh, she's making a comeback, guys! Like yeah. she's making a comeback,
0: yeah.
2: and I'm here for it. As long as it sounds Let's like go, the girl. '90s country stuff and not the crap that's out now.
0: Okay, so um, sidebar before we get into the um, before we get into more of the obsession of this, um, every show I, I every live show I go to, two 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 songs get the most. Like sing along songs. It's yeah. either Whitney Houston's "I Wanna Dance with Somebody," greatest song I I I I, I ever heard. Um, she's literally mm-hmm. like my best, um, my favorite singer of all time, Whitney Houston, and yeah. Shania Twain. Um, that those two songs at every, at every live show sing a long time mm-hmm. all women yeah. you know and and what he's it.
1: talking about is uh like in between the bands playing right whatever venue you're you're at they're gonna play music in between and yes just about every single time uh they yeah. they play i want to dance with somebody and uh um
0: that, that, man, that, i feel like a woman yes exactly yeah. exactly when, yeah. when yep.
1: you hear when you hear yeah. let's go girls uh, like, like, oh. everybody loses their mind
2: yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's a classic it's a classic post malone actually like did like saying um oh man i can't remember the name of the song like i could sing it for you um but uh he did, like a little duet yeah still the one with on shania twain um, and i was like this is incredible have y'all yeah.
0: heard of teddy swims
2: yeah just, he, no, from, teddy just from, from you I'm, he covered yeah. that
0: song with, yeah yeah because i saw him live and he did that song just did the one
2: Oh, okay.
0: Hmm. Okay, yeah, very good song. But yeah, back we'll to the to Beatles. Okay, oh, oh, back to the Beatles. Back. We can't forget about the Beatles, y'all. Uh, so yeah. let's yes. hear the reception re- reception of the song, though. On its U.S. United States uh, single debut in 1971, "Happy Xmas" Is Over it did not meet with much success.
1: Shocked! Mm-hmm. I am. I'm shocked to that an anti-war song in the u.s was not very
0: popular yeah we low war for some reason
2: well but i mean honestly it's actually almost a little bit surprising because i mean there was a whole movement like a whole anti-war right. movement like right. that's not um, <clears throat> um that that is a little bit surprising like that it didn't have like I, yes, the majority of the U.S. was definitely pro-Vietnam, but yeah. uh, there were a lot of people who were anti-Vietnam. Like, oh, yeah. and so, like, I'm I'm surprised that it didn't do better.
0: Right. Yeah. Right, me too. Yeah. So, this was due to its single re- late release, uh, which resulted in lim- limited airplay before Christmas time and a lack right. of promotion. Um the single peaked at number 36 on the cash t- cashbox top 100 singles and number 28 on the record world singles chart and number 3 on the billboard's christmas singles chart so it so moved up a little bit in there yeah um mm-hmm. the the single subsequently reappeared on the billboard christmas charts in 72 83 80, and eight, 84 and 85 of the year um, so that's good. Uh, the song appeared at number 32 on the Billboard Hot Adult Contemporary re- chart for, a w- for the week ending, uh, January 6th,
2: 1996.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Happy x World Over enjoyed immediate success in Britain, uh, when issued there in November of ni- 1972. The song peaked at number four on the UK Singles Chart. And number ten on the listings co- compiled by Melody Maker. Uh, but since then, it has re-entered the UK single truck nine more times. Uh, wow. The most notable of these instances occurred immediately following Lennon's death on December eighth of nineteen eighty. Uh, the single peaked at number two behind another reissued Lennon single, I Imagine, uh, which is a great song too. And yep. re, and remain on it intar- for another nine weeks. That's great.
1: Hey, I've, I've got an idea. I didn't. I I totally forgot that we're coming up on the anniversary of John Lennon's uh, um, untimely passing. Uh, so that's December eighth. It's actually December sixth that we're recording this. James, why don't we wait until December eighth to put this out? Perfect. Uh, on the anniversary. That gotcha. would be. That would be cool. Yeah.
0: Yes. So we can yeah. do, we can definitely do that. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
1: Well. How about that?
0: Yeah, how about that?
1: Uh, <laughs> so, all right, all right.
2: Synchronicities. Yes,
3: uh, aliens.
2: Right. Yeah. Um,
1: so before before we get into our uh, our actual covers here, um, I I do want to point out that we had a we had two different artists one a uh, one artist that was uh, good that was originally picked to do a cover for this one, um, and then while discussing it this morning with Allie about what's what's going on here one cover i obviously obviously loved and the other one i thought was hot trash uh, um and uh the reason i thought it was hot trash is because it was by maroon 5 and she said well that would make it like really easy for you to pick your favorite cover then um so why don't you pick one that's like that you really like um and then another one that you really like so it's harder to excuse me to actually choose And i was like yeah okay that's that's good so before we talk about this uh, this first band um, I am going to play just a snippet of that Maroon 5 cover and how awful it is and I want everyone to endure it with me so here we go Happy Christmas Wars over by Maroon 5
3: so this is Christmas <laughs> and what have you done Another you a new one just begun
0: you love it Mm. no I don't wow I can see Ali's like oh my god turn it off please turn it off
2: this is like more than iTunes gives you when you like are trying to listen to a snippet of a song so maybe you should stop
0: there Okay. I, so okay. So um, I will say. Wait. 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 I will say that Adam has a nice voice, but that's it. That's upstairs. He
1: does, but he, uh, as a person, I yes, think he is.
2: cheated on his pregnant wife. Right. Yeah.
1: He cheated on his pregnant and wife. did
2: to name the child after
1: after yeah. the mistress. I'm yeah. all
2: in that TikTok somehow. I don't know. Anyways, yeah.
1: And he also Kids said don't that he made. Uh, he also made the comments. Uh, for those of you who don't know, he made the comment in, uh, one of the messages to this girl, um, that, uh, all he said, no hot chicks listen to metal. And which is like uh, just a terrible comment to make about uh, now. I mean, they're not a metal fan, but at the same time, what a huge community that you just like made a huge, like dig at and uh, very I don't know, just very uncalled for. I think Adam Levine is a terrible human being. Um, so uh,
2: we, so hot hot girls. So who listens to Maroon Five? Nobody. <laughs> okay.
0: nobody. Okay. Nobody. Nobody within I was serious. I
2: didn't know nobody within
1: nobody any since 2005 like five, Uh, because uh, now I'll tell you that back. there is a pay. I liked to pay phone. I thought that was a good one. That one's from like twenty fourteen. Oh. That was a good one. I like that one. But uh, she will be loved, and uh, um, not this love. I was over that one pretty pretty quick. But uh, what was the song? What was the first
0: like? Uh, it doesn't matter at this point. It's all. It it's getting harder and harder to breathe. Oh that yeah, yeah, harder to breathe. That was a catchy but, tune.
1: But yeah, but once they once they turned into like Adam Levine's solo project, but was still called Marine. I The like,
0: other member left the band. I still don't know awesome any other member but Adam Levine. Oh. It's okay. it,
2: it's it's giving train like when they sold out and I'm just not here for it. So
0: and no. you you had to trade some playing at your window. Come on, uh, yeah, that was I know you don't like
2: train anymore. Blake's choice. You don't like, you don't
0: like oh, Okay, okay. So we're not. I so. I, I, uh,
1: well, I do love the song "Marry Me." I think it's a very a very sweet song, uh, and that's the song that she walked down the aisle to. And I bawled oh. my eyes out like a little baby. Yeah.
2: That's because um, you realized what you were getting into. Oh no. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Doom. Jokes on you.
0: Oh yeah. Four weeks later. Here so, we are. So, so, Ali, do yeah. you listen to metal?
2: Some. Please. Only when I do. Yeah.
0: So, so Adam Levine's I
1: mean,
2: wrong, though. No, I'm not like I don't no, I mean, I'm not anti metal. Like, I just um Yeah, but you listen to what they're talking about. What about like Woven War? Yeah, she liked,
1: yeah. She liked yeah. Woven War, which was Azalea Dying's like, host Tim Lambesis going to prison band. Tim, yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah, right. it's
1: like the band without him Woven War, Um, which is, I mean, pretty heavy. She she did enjoy that.
2: Nice. And like Acacia Strain, like, I liked, you know, I, so I mean, like, yeah. listen.
0: So Adam, Adam Levine is dead wrong on that one, because you got, I mean, we do yeah. have a
2: yeah either uh, either that or i'm like you know a solid seven or six <laughs> or five which is fine i'm okay with that like i'm not gonna lose any sleep over it no, tonight no. or ever yeah Oh, you're uh, a so
0: you're 12 to us, allie and you all you're oh, 12 you. you're welcome, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. oh look at me, be nice today thank you um but before we if if that didn't make you go away uh, everybody please subscribe to our <laughs> podcast on on apple 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 podcast i should get it right yes. the third third time and uh leave a review and uh rate us five stars if you like it you know you can yes, go sweet. back to our <laughs> full catalog it's all on apple podcast on your iphone so yeah think, we're like
1: 200 something episodes deep in this yeah, thing yeah
0: right? yeah so we're grooming and bobbing along so yeah Okay, so um, I believe that you know some of the members of this band, Mr. Brosley, and I'm going to ask you as soon as I tell them about it, okay? So everybody likes Sent by Ravens. If you don't, you should because they're, they're a great Christian band. Uh, yeah. Only
2: hot people listen to Sent by Ravens. I'm just kidding. I'm only hot,
0: only and, and only hot, hot listen people listen to them. So only hot people will listen to them. hot people
1: huh? listen to <laughs> by Ravens. That
2: is such a ridiculous thing to say. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, it's, it's, hey, it's I'm over my only head hot I can't even think yeah,
0: yeah. So jeez oh, so, okay, okay so Simba Raymond was a Christian um, post hardcore band from Hartsville, South Carolina um, their debut EP released in 2007 and they have <laughs> uh, since released a following EP and two full-length albums uh, they take yep. their uh, name from for the first king 17:6, a verse that is that a verse that references Elijah receiving bread and meat and uh, meat from ravens while in the wilderness.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: so so uh, going back to what I said before, do you know? Uh, okay, so um, we have a good friend named by Travis, and he knows a singer, and I think you know uh, one or two more. Um, I remember, so I am not. I am not uh
1: like on a on the same kind of level with the guys from sent by ravens that travis is okay. uh you know um yes i saw sent by ravens a lot um when they were a band uh embracing goodbye used to open for them that is how i became friends with casey uh from casey. from Heartmouth, and um and uh because he was a drummer for that band so um, oh. Casey and Patrick and uh, Easy and Paul and all those guys like I kept in touch with um, but I I, I was like Simba Ravens was uh, so it was like one of the biggest things ever happened to the state of South Carolina to have a Christian post hardcore band that was getting as successful as they were touring with bands like Under Oath uh, and Norma Jean and opening up for these like big big bands um and being signed to that label and being featured in all these festivals and these compilation albums and things like that that was a huge deal and to me it was very overwhelming because i was like they're famous dude like i don't i'm i'm too like nervous to like i've talked with them like after shows and stuff but not on the level that travis did travis knew them before they ever got to that point um and uh what's what's much better of like like staying in contact after the point uh so i was i was more of the embracing goodbye kind of guy i love sent by ravens uh yeah. th- what a great band mm-hmm. um but no i was not on that level
0: <laughs> speaking of casey we want him to wish him a, a full recovery because i think he had yeah. open heart surgery or something you know
1: so yeah casey hey, uh, um yeah. It, he had a um a, a collapsed lung yes uh, yes uh recently which is not the first time that this has happened so um, um, yeah Casey yeah. if you are listening we wish you a speedy recovery our prayers and thoughts are with you um, and look forward to hearing some more heart mouth um, yes. music and Bronze Age music uh, coming, coming and out and so we
0: sh- hope we come back to uh, for another uh, cover wars episode so yeah has,
1: come on back right. to the show
0: <laughs> but Sit by Ravens was formed in January 2006 by James and Jamie uh, Windham uh, bass player Andy O'Neill guitarist and Zach Reiner Uh, vocals. In August August 2007, though, uh, while searching for the drummer, Wyndham found Dane Anderson um, through a video he posted of himself playing on YouTube. Anderson, in turn, recommended his friend James J.J. Leonard Jr. as a second guitarist.
1: Yeah, and they were from... Both of those guys were from Hawaii, so they found a video of Dane playing drums uh and was like hey man we want you to join our band we know you live in hawaii but like we'll pay for you to uh fly over to south carolina <laughs> and uh you know was it was kind of like well i've got this buddy that i play guitar with uh or uh, that um plays guitar that i play with and um he would be a great addition too um to my knowledge jj still lives in south carolina i think dane moved back to hawaii but I think jj still lives in florence maybe
0: Ooh, florence. Um, a lot of these
1: guys are still around so nice. um
0: nice. yeah so the group released two eps in 2007 and 8 independently mm-hmm in august 2009 the band signed to tooth and nail records which is a badass record label big deal huge
1: deal that they signed to tooth and nail records one of the biggest uh christian um hardcore music labels that you could that you could join pretty impressive
0: on on which they released their debut studio album our graceful words which is by far phenomenal uh, phenomenal album yeah uh, they released it in April twenty ten. Uh the album charted at thirty-five on Billboard's top heat seekers, uh, in support of their new album sent by Ravens toured with artists like Pop Roach, Nine Point and Emery. And we've yep. had Elias from from Nine Point Honor Honor Podcast. Yeah. Yep. So we'll check that out. Pretty so. crazy. On February twenty eighth, twenty twelve, the band released their second studio album. Meaning what you say. Uh, Since their hiatus began in August 1st, 2012, though, uh, several members of the band have joined, formed other bands. Um, In October 2012, Reiner and Leonard announced that they had formed a punk rock band called uh, Bad Talk, uh, which they would be pursuing full-time. They have recorded... Uh, two demos, which can be found on the band's Facebook page. And in December 2012, We're All Liars was named number, the number one song of 2012 on TVU's 10 Most Wanted Countdowns. Yes. yes. what I
1: mean, what a career that they had in such a very short span of just a few years. I mean, we're talking 2007 to 2012, and these guys managed to do all of that um and uh pretty incredible i miss that band like no other i wish they would regroup um but unfortunately i don't think that's going to happen anytime soon so until then uh we'll just go back to listening to uh some of these albums that are incredibly difficult to find uh and most of the time you can only hear these songs on youtube so yeah, yeah i'm not bitter about it no at all.
0: no not at all <laughs> anyway yeah. so.
1: Okay, well, so cool.
0: okay, so this is a "Happy Christmas Wars Over" by set by cover uh, by set by, by Raymonds. Are we ready? We're ready. All right. Ready. And three, two, one, play. So this is Christmas, and what have you done?
3: Another year over, a new one just begun.
1: Special thoughts. First time ever hearing that. Big Beatles super fan. Both of you guys. What? What are, what are your thoughts?
0: Three thoughts. Well, three thoughts. That was my well, first thought. Is that was awesome. That was amazing. Three more thoughts. Well, uh, think I got thoughts. to say. Right. Okay. So <laughs> four thoughts. <laughs> um The beginning was was really really great because it was so simple. You had his voice. Yeah. And he had play you know, jingling behind him. Yeah. That's great. Another thing that I really like this is fuzz it, 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 like after he he uh he sung the uh first uh um, line it, yeah. it built up with the with the guitar feedback I love that yeah yeah that like, mm-hmm. mm, boom you know yeah and um my fourth I forgot my fourth thought <laughs> the uh Oh, I did! I I did love the uh, the way that they did the music before they, they're, they're, the the uh, guitar solo. That was great. That was amazing. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you think?
2: Uh yeah. So, um, I really um, I feel like that it's an emotional song. Um, yeah. if you really think about like what you're singing, and I feel like the um, like the emotions like the lead singer like i felt like there was a lot of emotion there like it wasn't just like oh i'm covering the song like I'm i'm singing the song and i'm thinking about this song and so um i i really really love that i mean overall i thought it was great right i mean will i probably like always choose like the original like maybe but um i thought it was really really good i do love um I, i love how they had like the breakdown Um, before they went back into it, like at the end. um, I love a good breakdown, Um, and so I I really, really love that. Um, I I thought it was really, really well done. I really do.
1: I love, so Zach Reiner always had this incredible ability, and anytime he played live, he was able to perfectly redo what he did on the tracks. That guy is an Mm. incredible singer, Um, and... I love that little like before they get into like the bridge where uh, Mm -hmm. he kind of like starts out in one note and then all of a sudden he just like jumps up like the raise to the octave above it um, just Mm -hmm. to kind of show you like what he's capable of doing. And then on top of that, and he didn't do it in this song, but on top of I love when a band has a front man who not only is great at just being like a, a great showman. Has an incredible singing voice that he can also like play live with, and also scream. Like the guy was an incredible. Like any of the heavy songs, like he was able to scream in a very unique way that was just it gave them their sound. So, um, New Fire is a great example of that. Yes. Go, that was like their mm-hmm. biggest song. Yes. Um, but
0: still is, I think. Uh,
1: yeah, still, still is like their biggest song. So, um, but yeah, love that cover. Um, so before we get into yeah. our next one. Uh, we're going to do a quick ad for uh, Bones Coffee here um, and uh, as you all know me and James are huge fans of this uh, coffee company. James what do you have there?
0: I got Mint uh, mint Invaders from Chocolate Space.
1: Okay, those are available Ooh. in K-Cups yes, as you can see there are, too. So, um, so yes, uh, Lucy also loves uh, Bones Coffee.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm not sure mm-hmm. if we have an trigger or if she's excited about okay. the coffee, or what's
1: happening. I think it's more of the yeah. coffee. Yeah, or at least I hope so. So anyway, um, but yeah, James. So you got some K cups there I available do. for that one. Yep. Um, yeah Um. Yeah. So awesome. Uh, this this company is is truly incredible. They have a lot of great flavors to choose from. I have here that uh, a bag of holy cannoli. Um, that Ooh. was given to me by my uh, sister Greta. So thank you so much. Um. For giving me that it has been delicious that is actually what i've been sipping on uh for this whole episode
0: okay so uh, what does that taste like because 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 i've been looking at well, it but i'm but i haven't pulled the yeah. trigger yet on it
1: it's got a little bit of a sweet uh taste to it too so obviously cannoli is a, a, a dessert uh an italian dessert that is just very very delicious um and uh so yeah it's got a little bit of sweetness to it not too much where it tastes like where it's overbearing and, and you know can kind of turn people off i think it's still got a great coffee flavor uh it's definitely something you can still mix with some creamer and be able to taste that sweetness in there as well so um but yeah this is uh this is available uh in whole bean and ground uh this is ground here obviously uh also if you like this design they have these shirts available um and uh coffee mugs and uh multiple things like that um got, but a they, lot of you are probably wondering i got shirts now, Blake, this too yeah, checked out the uh mint invaders as well if you like a little bit of minty uh taste to your coffee. Um but yeah, you guys are probably sitting there like, Hey, I would love to get some of that, but you know, money's tight. Well, that's awesome because well, it's not awesome that <laughs> yeah, tight for you. Uh <laughs> but uh it is awesome that we have a discount code that we can offer you. Uh if you go to bonescoffee.com and order you a uh go to go to go find what you like, go get your stuff. At checkout, make sure you use this, the discount code "Music Speaks" for ten percent off of your order. Mm. Uh, if you guys have not tried Bones Coffee yet, you are really missing out. This is an incredible company, and we are very, very uh, happy to be able to uh, be able to partner with them in this way. And we wouldn't steer you wrong. No. So, no, holy mm. cannoli, holy
0: cannoli, nice.
1: All right, back to it. So, um, this next cover that we're gonna do is one that I have been a huge fan of for almost. <clears throat> 20 years here. Oh, no. Allie fell on the ground. Just kidding. It's her phone. Um, (laughs) Lucy. It's Lucy. Thanks, Lucy. Um, I'm going to be sick. Uh, But yeah, I have been a fan of this song for almost 20 years now. We're coming up on almost 20 years that it's been around. So pretty crazy. Um, But uh, released by the Street Drum Corps. Um, which a lot of you may not really know But that's okay, there's some connections in there That I'll be glad to fill you guys in uh, But not by the used But by Burt McCracken, the singer of the used So a little bit of a brief backstory on them real quick So Robert Edward McCracken Born February 25th, 1982 is an American singer uh, Who is the lead vocalist and songwriter Of the rock band The Used One of my uh, Used to be one of my favorite bands ever For sure uh, in january of 2001 when the band was called dumb luck which later became the used then consisting of uh uh quinn allman the guitarist jeff uh and uh on the bass and brandon steiner who now plays drums for rancid uh they were looking for oh. a singer um yeah so uh quinn uh, remembered bert uh and he was invited to try out <clears throat> excuse me after being given music that the band had written without words bert wrote the lyrics to what would become maybe memories Uh, Which is by far the best Opening song of an album I've ever heard uh, And uh, returned the next day With a newly recorded version of the song The band welcomed him immediately And renamed themselves uh, Just Used Uh, They were eventually discovered By John Feldman uh, Lead singer of Goldfinger uh, And signed to Reprise Records Uh, They then became the used when it was discovered that a Boston band had already trademarked the name used. Very similar to what we found with Blink-182. They were just called Blink and then there was a band from Sweden that was like, we're about (laughs) to sue you if you don't change (laughs) your name. So they just threw 182 on the end of it. Uh Smart smart move. Smart move. Smart move. On June 25th of 2002, they released their self-titled debut album uh, and obviously became pioneers of the Uh, screamo movement uh that started in the early 2000s um for sure uh so the rest is history uh street drum corps uh is an american rock band formed in los angeles in 2004 by bobby alt of stun stu uh stun and faculty x adam alt of circus minor and frank zumo of the start who is now the full-time drummer for sum 41 uh, to date the group have released uh, four albums that have been part of tours such as the Vans Warped Tour the Taste of Chaos uh, which was just like the winter version of the Warped Tour uh, 30 Seconds to Mars Into the Wild Tour and Lincoln Parks Project Revolution oh. um, the uh, group uses instruments such as drum kits garbage cans, hand drums uh, acoustics uh, buckets, kitchenware, recycled aluminum and um, rain barrels, marching band equipment, and even power tools to produce a grinding effect during the live shows and have performed with the likes of 30 Seconds to Mars, Stomp, No Doubt, Bad Religion, Good Charlotte, Linkin Park, Atreyu, Strong Out, Alexis on Fire, and The Deftones. Um, Burt McCracken uh, Mer- McCracken, uh, Bert McCracken of The Used and Aaron Older of Sugar Colt have performed with uh, Street Drum Corps several times and shared the stage with them for the song uh, Flacco 81 um also there is a really cool live uh used uh dvd that's out there and uh the street the street drum corps actually started the show with like a solo um and then the band like came out and played along right after them it's really cool um so, but yeah so so a lot of uh band members that have ventured out and are more popular in other bands now that kind of all stem from this so so,
0: so you're like a they're like a blue man group, flash Slipknot. knot. You know, they I would <laughs> say that they are like
1: the punk rock oh, Blue Man knot. Group. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're perfect. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Um, but yeah, so their cover of of Happy Xmas War is over was released on the compilation album Taste of Christmas, uh, that was released in two thousand five. Um and it was, you know, just a Chris it was a the Taste of Chaos tour. All those bands that played that year, uh, they just kind of released like all their christmas songs so you had everyone from the used to from first to last uh and you name it so pretty pretty incredible this one has a really well done music video too so very excited about this quinn allman who played guitar for the used is in this music video but i don't think he has songwriting not songwriting credits obviously but i don't think he has recording credits for this one but uh yeah pretty cool so excited to uh, share this one with you guys. Let's take a listen. Nice.
0: All right, here we go in three, i I'm sure the
1: best board is. That's okay. War we need the full effect.
3: Over. Okay. Yeah.
2: War is over. War is over, war is over, war is over,
3: war is over, war is over, war, is over. war is over. So this is Christmas, and what have you done? Another year over, and a new one begun. It's
0: thoughts do you want to go first Ellie, <laughs> or do you want me to yeah okay, okay. yeah, no, I, to first. Okay.
2: yeah oh, I was processing it no um so I love like I love the oohs and the ahs like I thought that was a nice um a nice take on it that was um pretty um he has a really beautiful singing voice like in like his upper register um yeah. which I think is pretty impressive like um he's got a pretty decent range um which is pretty cool. Um I especially for a male
1: vocalist, like it's Oh you know,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially right. Exactly. So I mean, for a female that I feel like that'd be pretty standard. But no. yeah, for a male vocalist, that's like pretty impressive. Um, yeah, I love the takes on the ooze and the ahs. Um uh I, I mean I I think the 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 different like uses of um like Objects for percussion is neat. I mean, but that's like their thing, right? So, yeah. I mean, that's not surprising. But um, yeah, I mean, it was um, it was good. It was good.
0: It was good. All right, it was good. <laughs> good. She said it was good. Good. Okay, so my first initial thought was, ah, oh, jeez, another singer, uh, you know, just singing behind trash cans and stuff, right? Yeah. But as I started listening. to, listen to it, I, as it started playing more and more, I, I, I liked it more and more because I always say, you know, if you're going to do cover, do it better or, you know, make it your own and they fully made it their own, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he does have a, he, he does have a wonderful voice and I, I heard hints of an electric guitar once, like twice or something in there. Yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I thought they were going to bring it out, but I'm, I'm glad they didn't cause it worked so, so well. Yeah. Um they they didn't need it, you know. And um Yeah. I, I and I caught a thing at the very end, uh when he said when he said the final war is over, it was yeah. kinda of like he was celebrating war is over. You know, he yeah. kind of he kind of proclaimed it, you know. Shouted yeah. it right. out from the heavens, and, and I love that fact, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and
1: at the time that this was out, that this was uh released, like the, the war in Iraq was still going on, right. like yeah. pretty big. So those mm-hmm this song kind of like became like repurposed almost in a way um for what was going on at that time so
0: yeah but as as i listened to it more it it grew on me it's like just like that i mean you know usually songs take me like a couple days like to to grow into like the um Mm -hmm. like the uh who who is that Haley williams um oh my god care more Yeah, yeah yeah their new song that I had to I had to listen to it for a couple of days to get into it. And sure. I did. I, I love that yeah. one now. But this one, it took me what, like four minutes and seventeen seconds to love yeah. it now. Yeah. So it's like it's like Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah.
1: So it and it's and it's it's uh it's interesting too because at this time, um, you know, uh the used had only done two albums, mm-hmm. which were juggernauts in that music scene, um, and have become like just staples in these the the screamo era that was blowing up at that time right that but that's it like they hadn't done anything else at that point so no one knew about how experimental they could get like they do now with their new music so this was like this was really new to a lot of people and i remember the initial reaction people weren't really into it right because they're used to burt mccracken who is another example of a great frontman who has an incredible singing voice but not only can like sing clean melodies very pretty Mm. uh he had an incredible screaming voice now unfortunately he has ruined his vocal cords and he can't scream like he used to uh he developed some um uh yeah on his throat and had to have them surgically removed which then hinders him from doing any screaming in their live shows now they rely on other members of the band to do that but um you know but at the time he was he was incredible at both of those and uh Mm -hmm. to hear him kind of slow it down a little bit and um he and and like he actually played piano on that track too like he is an incredible pianist and anytime they ever had a song that featured piano that was all burt mccracken Mm -hmm. um very very gifted individual um and then to team up with a band who is like a majority of their music is just like them playing drums and like using household items to create these percussion uh effects uh was just it was different um and it stood out to me at that time i was like 13 14 when the song came out and it just like just gripped me like i was like this is incredible um and uh then the music video came out And, uh, you know, it was it was cool to just like see like all the instruments that they were using uh, and the objects. And um, I love like a song that just kind of like ends, but the like drums kind of keep going for a little bit. And they have that like Mm -hmm. marching snare that's just so ominous uh, and kind of rings out um another song like that is uh welcome to the black parade like the song's over mm-hmm. and there's just that marching yeah. snare at the end it just mm-hmm. creates this like effect that gives you chill bumps and uh, i right. mm-hmm. um and this one definitely did it too and then um yeah and then at the time with the war in iraq it was it was all like a big deal back then i remember that so um no this is going to be really difficult because now we have to pick
0: yeah, I was. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I've always hated this part of the show. If we could take yeah. this out, and then, but, but, but I mean, but we won't. No, we won't. Because that's, that's the that's premise of the show. You yeah. <laughs> know, you know, we can't take it. So, um, should we let our should we let Ali go first, or do you Let's let, let, let her go, go first. first? Okay, Because yes. okay. this is hard on all right. right,
1: Allison. Yeah. What thinking?
2: So I can't pick the original.
0: No. Gotta think no. when. Okay. This is cover wars. This is cover strictly awards. covers. Oh. Yeah. I
2: well, then gonna... I don't know why you guys are having a hard time with this. Set by Ravens by a million million trillion. Oh really?
0: Oh, okay.
2: Okay. Can you tell oh, yeah. us why?
1: Yeah, tell us why. Tell yeah. us tell us why you picked that one.
2: Um I I just um I think that the the style of music um was more my speed. Like I appreciated that more. Yeah. Um. Than than the the other one. Um. I again. Like I felt like the emotion. Like again. Like is it Bert, Brett, Bert,
1: Bert, Bert McCracken. Bert, yeah.
2: beautiful voice. Yeah. I didn't feel like the emotion that I felt from like sent by Ravens. Like so. Like for me. Like. And I, I guess this goes back to like you know hey like we do a lot of worship music so like mm. everything for me is about like the emotion like in yeah. the words and the way that you sing and so um, for me I just felt like um, Sent by Ravens did it better and um, oh, and yeah. I, I prefer that style of music I think better okay. um, and so um, yeah but I'm gonna break the rules like I mean oh. the original is the best
0: uh, I, uh, yeah right yeah like, yeah. So, far. like, There's I mean, Beatles, come on, <laughs> like,
2: like I understand, like, I mean, I'm not like, you know, not a huge fan of like Yoko Ono and stuff, but like, I think that her and you know John Lennon did 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 that best. So, um yeah. but sent by Ravens, I think they did a really wonderful
0: job. So, I would choose right. them.
1: All right, there you have it, James.
0: So I am going the exact opposite of Ellie's. You know. Wow, I, okay, okay. So I do. Fi- I, I. How dare you? I know. Right? Yeah. How dare I? <laughs> How dare I'm I? I'm not
1: getting in the middle of this one.
0: Are you willing to minute, buddy? Nope. So I better pick Wesley, right? I'm just playing with you. Buddy.
2: I hope he's okay sleeping on the couch.
0: You know, like yeah. I mean, the couch. Po- the, the couch pulls out, right?
1: Just uh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: just just uh, leave the heating pad on mm-hmm. for me.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um. Okay, so you said you didn't get a get a uh, emotional bond with um, uh, Steel Drum Corpse, which I did. You know, I felt mm-hmm. like he was singing from the heart, and he was feeling feeling a lot of emotion. And mm-hmm. there, there's something about a stripped down version that I love more than anything in, in, in musically. You know, right?
2: Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and so if you take away the the just t- traditional instruments and put them like drum, like pots and pans, or something that'll that'll take the yeah. m- musical experience to the extreme. I'm all for it, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And I did, yeah. and I did, and I did love his voice to the max. I think that he has a very fantastic voice. I'm so sorry yeah. that he uh, um he had to get surgery on it, but I mean, if you think st- yeah. if you scream like like Corey Taylor did, you know, you gotta sure, you mm-hmm. know, but uh. Yeah, but yeah, but I'm totally with uh, the um, the street drum corpse for sure. Yeah.
2: yeah, I mean it. It was great. It just wasn't my right. cup of tea. Yeah. So like, yeah. So we just you know agree to disagree on this and, one. And
0: and I found their their, their version more uh, peaceful. You know, it wasn't too hard for me. You know, like this. Mm-hmm. My Ravens had mm-hmm. like electric guitars and banging drums. You know, songs like that for me. I just want to relax and just. Meditate on it, you know.
2: See, and that's I, where you and I are different because right. I think I'm like I, I, you know, that is relaxing to me, like okay. in a weird yeah. way. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Music does strange things yeah. to everybody differently, and that's perfectly right. fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Brosly. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Well, are you going right. to sit down couch Thank for you for listening to this episode of When, <laughs> when <laughs> Words Fail, Music Speaks. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. All right, I'm gonna pick. Okay, I love both of these versions so much. Um, and I have ever since I heard them both for the the first time. Uh, and I do love the original as well. Um, but I'm gonna make a really, really controversial statement here. Oh, here we um, go. That's probably gonna get me canceled. Um, so it's been nice knowing everyone. Uh, this has been fun. Um, so I am going to choose
0: the street na, 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 na. drum core version
1: um, and I why? will even say that I like it better than the original um, and right That's, okay so okay you, you
0: are El like, you going to be about that one I
1: I'm going to say that I do like it better than the original and I will be glad to tell you why uh, obviously you. being a drummer I think that that whole concept is just very unique uh, I I and at the time like the used was my favorite band um and i was very like excited about the fact that burt mccracken was singing on that song i thought he did a great job um Mm -hmm. and was able to show off his vocal range thought it was incredible and to do that song with a with a really limited amount of instrumentate instrumentation in there you have your drums you got some acoustic guitar and there's some fillers in there and things like that but but for the most part it's a very stripped down song right that still (laughs) carried a lot with it um Mm -hmm. and uh and i do love the sent my ravens version of that and i love heavy music um and i find it very relaxing to listen to that kind of stuff yeah um but i would have to choose the street drum corps and Burt McCracken uh, version over the sent by Ravens one, um, and the reason that I picked that uh, the street drum corps version over the original,
0: yeah, please tell so, us uh, because I'm, okay. I'm I'm really really confused and Allie's and like right really, there your butt. So <laughs> it it's
1: it doesn't have anything to do with John Lennon at all. Uh, it is more of the Yoko Ono side of it um, because I know.
0: That's fair. That's fair enough. I know the backstory
1: right. with Yoko Ono, and I know like just how detrimental her part in uh, in the breakup of the Beatles was, and it's it's it does leave a very like sour taste in your mouth. Mm-hmm. um And uh so, <laughs> knowing that, knowing the history of that, and uh, and and what was going on at the time, and um, then, you know, ultimately led up to John Lennon um getting killed like that was, you know, you almost you almost wonder, like, had Yoko Ono not been involved, would John Lennon still be alive kind of deal? You know what I mean? Right. We won't get into all that. Maybe we'll come back to that on our, our Beatles episode. But mm-hmm. I remember seeing a TikTok of John Lennon performing li- live live uh, with Yoko Ono. <laughs> and she is just mumbling just gibberish and screaming into the microphone nothing that doesn't even go along with the song and i'm sure she was like high on some kind of substance uh they all were uh but she is just blabbering into this microphone and like the sound engineer just ultimately just mutes her because it was so annoying And like that little clip was enough for me, like to just seal the deal on like Yoko Ono really wasn't that great of a person. No,
2: I mean, I'm not a Yoko fan. I'm not a Yoko fan at all. Like I, I just, um, I love, you know, I love John Lennon. I, and I, it, yeah. Yeah. And it's ultimately because I love the Beatles. Right. I mean, I love Paul McCartney. I love George Harrison. Like I love Ringo. Like I just love all of them. So yeah. yeah, but Yoko Ono, like yeah, I feel like she is a, a bit responsible for um for the breakup of the Beatles. Um yeah. But they wouldn't have stayed together forever. Um, no, no so, um yeah.
1: And they're all not going to live forever e- forever either. But it makes you think, you know, they're What, what could have happened?
0: <laughs> Who would have well, thought they're not going to um, live forever? So, <laughs> yeah, musically so, they do. But, you know.
1: Yeah, so yeah, musically they will live on forever. But I think. I think just knowing her involvement with that song kind of ruins that version of it for me. Uh, Mm -hmm. Maybe that's a silly reason to, to pick this version over that. I still love the original. It's just, if, if I had to choose my favorite one and there's like almost like this, I don't think it's an actual key change, but kind of like leading into like the very end of it, they do Mm -hmm. some kind of modulation that adds another layer of like emotion in that whole song for me too uh in the street drum core version they don't do it in the semi-ravens one but there's something in there i don't think it's an actual like modulation but there's something that happens there um and i am not musically gifted enough to be able to tell you what it is called technically but i can tell you how mm-hmm. it makes me feel and uh it makes me feel great so um, that is why i would choose that version sorry uh it's been real. Um and I guess that now I'm cancelled.
0: I was honestly terrified for you, man. Because the look on Ali's face, I was like, Holy crap. Uh, it's okay.
1: All right.
2: Well
0: no, so it, we'll be discussing it, this. Is he okay, Allie? Re- is he, is, finished, I, dude, is so. he gonna sleep sleep well tonight?
2: Yeah, I mean we're yeah we're gonna have to talk about this later. But
1: okay, that's on. We'll come back right. to it. Uh, I'll gather my my notes. And yeah, we'll I mean he now.
2: this isn't this isn't the worst thing. Oh, it's not. This isn't the worst thing Blake's ever done to me on a podcast. So um <laughs> he um, attacked um "Wonderful Christmas Time" by Paul McCartney right. um with my brother in law on another podcast, and um and I allowed him to live through that, and so um surely yes, uh... I can be merciful. And allow him to, um, to, to you know, live another day.
0: Just, uh, just through this. it's it's Christmas time. I mean, come on, you can't kill him. You can't it's kill season me of yet. Giving. It's a t- yes, yes. well, give him, give so, him the it, gift it, of life now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry
1: about that. I have since, I, I have since then uh, changed my mind about uh, my opinion about on that. So yes, back when I did a podcast with my brother in law brian called not religious we did a um a a count a bracket of the worst christmas songs ever and the one that we picked as the ultimate worst christmas song was wonderful christmas time by paul mccartney to which she took major offense uh along with eleanor her cousin um that she mentioned earlier and no, I not, I really that's, do that's, need to apologize because I do not think that that is the worst christmas song. That's ever.
0: not that's not it. Have I'm you heard Christmas wrapping?
1: Christmas wrapping by uh I forgot what the name of that band is. The though.
2: the somethings. Dun, dun, dun,
1: dun, dun, oh, dun, dun, dun. Please
2: don't don't
0: do it. Don't do it. Which uh, uh, which, which song was uh did by Wham? Oh, uh oh, I okay with christmas. last christmas. no. That's mine. Thomas. I can't. I'm okay with that. I like yeah.
1: Wham. I, 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 we did a cover I, of that I, last year. I, yeah. And Wars I hated that
0: the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, to Jimmy me, that's was the Jimmy World one and Taylor Swift, though. Cause, cause uh, Jimmy
1: out. World took it for sure. Uh, yeah. I like the Jimmy World version better than the Taylor Swift. Uh, but I am also, I would consider myself mm-hmm. a Swifty. So yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, really? yes. Um, so, uh, Yeah. Why don't we do a mental health minute real quick before we wrap up?
0: Let's do that.
1: Um, So we got Christmas coming up. It's now December. So uh, Merry Christmas to you and Yorn out there Uh, real quick. We'll just do a a Christmas themed mental health minute. Uh, So Christmas is a time for festive cheer, enjoying being together with loved ones and goodwill to all, all that, you know, Uh, at least that's uh, the idea. In reality, Christmas can be the most stressful time of the year for many. Uh, and it can accentuate money worries, feelings of loneliness, and depression. Uh, if you're feeling strapped for cash this year or have personal relation, uh, personal relationships um, or other issues uh, that might be putting a damper on your Christmas spirit, it's not inevitable uh, that the season will have a negative impact on your mental health. With a little bit of mental preparation and self-care, you also can enjoy Christmas without the stress. Uh, Number one, set a budget and stick to it. Finances are one of the biggest triggers when it comes to seasonal stress, so don't make things even more difficult by overstretching yourself. Um, Set an achievable budget for gifts, food, and social occasions, and don't let yourself go over it. If you have lots of friends or family members uh, to buy for, suggest doing a secret Santa instead. Saving in advance is really the key to avoiding financial stress at Christmas. Maybe a little late for this year, but you can make sure that you don't end up in the same situation next year by putting away money every month so you have enough funds at the end of the year and don't end up turning to credit cards. Uh, Number two, plan ahead and avoid stressful situations. Trying to shop for last minute gifts and dealing with crowds can be very stressful. It's best to get your shopping done well in advance. And if you don't enjoy the experience, shop online instead. Uh, The same advice goes for entertaining. Don't offer to host Christmas dinner if it means you'll be worrying about it for weeks beforehand. Number three, and the final one here, manage your expectations. Christmas can feel like a huge letdown if you've had grand plans and things haven't gone the way that you intended. Instead of promising yourself that this year will be the biggest and best Christmas ever and trying to decorate your home to look like the perfect pictures you've been browsing on Instagram or Pinterest, give yourself permission to have a less than perfect Christmas. Except that you live in the real world, not a magazine
0: yeah that's so true take that
1: uh take that into account um because obviously darling me and you uh both uh <laughs> feel some of these these struggles so um, yeah yeah let's try to take some of these to mind i i found it beneficial hopefully you all as well uh will find it beneficial and we wish you a merry christmas season and happy holidays yes whatever you celebrate
0: yes Oh, thank you. Uh thanks for listening to the show today. Be sure to share this with your friends and families and dogs. And I know that uh that you'll be sharing with Lucy. your with your Lucy and uh and you have two dogs right now, right? You got three. 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 Yeah.
2: You he's can see Penny, Penny right there. There's oh, Penny. Look
0: at her. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Lucy's down there. Yep. And here's and, Hank. And then Hank. Okay. He's he's, he's, somewhere.
0: he's, here somewhere. he's yeah. somewhere. There he is. There, yes. yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. So share it with your dogs cats uh rabbits uh any any kind of animal or you know no. yeah, yeah. Um, it. And, and please uh, leave a rating and review whenever you can as uh, we're on Apple podcast and that'll help us tremendously and we'll read your reviews right here on the show if you want us to
3: yeah
1: best way that you can stay up to date with us is by following us on all of our social media. Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. All you have to do is just search for When Words Fail Music Speaks and just give us a follow. Uh,
0: would you like to be interviewed on the show? Um, reach out to us at, at uh, James at when words fail music speaks.com or Blake at com or you can send us you can message us on Facebook or Instagram and any other sites mentioned before and you can share uh, share your stories with us there
1: Yep, and you can subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can watch uh, some more interviews music video reactions, cover wars vinyl showcases and more uh, it's youtube.com when words fail music speaks be sure to turn on the notification bell uh, so that you can be notified when new videos are uploaded
0: And for all of the links and to find out more about us or to buy some of our our amazing merchandise, uh, such such as laptop bags, clothes, uh, baby clothes, uh, you can visit our website by going to winwordsfailmusicspeaks.com.
1: Our logo was created by One Up OneUpGraphics, uh, and our theme song was created by Doc Brass. You can find both of them on Instagram. Uh, it's at OneUpGraphics and at Doc Brass, D-O-K Brass. Um, if you don't mind checking out my other podcast, it's called When, uh, when <laughs> South Carolina Spook Show. <laughs> uh, it's all about true crime and paranormal uh, ghost stories and of the such uh, from the state of South Carolina. It is available wherever you listen to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts. Uh, sources from this episode come from wikipedia uh, allmusic.com and psychologicalhealthcare.com we do not own any of the music used in this episode and no copyright infringement is intended and i just want to say thank you so much um, to my lovely wife for coming on this episode and kind of dropping some knowledge on us about the beatles and her love for the beatles Uh, and i can't wait to have you back on when we actually do our beatles episode
2: Yes, thank you guys for having me. And remember, friends, it's okay to set boundaries with your family at Christmas time. Yes. That will save you a lot of heartache.
1: There you go.
0: Yes. She mm-hmm. said it best, y'all. She said it here yes. first, yes. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Uh, so thanks again, everybody, mm-hmm. for listening. And mm-hmm. always remember, when words fail, music speaks. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.